Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. school of course you want to fit in and then you know my parents just they never had alcohol in the house so we never wasn't like oh let me go get in their cabinet like we have way more alcohol than was ever in my house and my boys were like yeah we don't care either welcome to episode 10 i'm dave and i'm jade and this is the spouse podcast look it's been a long day so bear with us uh we've got a special guest with us jade you, i i can't do the intro you got to do this so our special guest today is, like we had before, John Hall, Dave's bash brother. This is my bash brother, my podcast Yoda, Stephen Selly, aka Defect. Boom! Oh uh, shit, man! I got one you of these. Get the side of oh no! Here it is. He's got to drop. Nice. Nah, not that one. <laughs> oh, that would have been That's a good. good. See, I, I don't. I haven't messed with him at all. He doesn't yeah. have them written you get, down. You, gotta get, you got the little card that you could put the... Uh, yeah, you can write them on. Yeah. It's like a it's like a dry erase board. Yep. I had them up here where I would put them. Well, we don't even use them. Right, I, I want to use them more. You should. Because they're fine. Let's do you use them? I, I try to, yeah. Do you? Yeah. So you know what your drops are. Do you change them? How often do you change them? I don't think I've ever changed them. Once, so once I said it, it was just, yeah. You're like, these are my eight. Yeah. And this is it. Because I got a fake news here. Uh, nope. <laughs> Fake news. Oh, it's the green one. <laughs> it's the green one. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget what podcast that was, but uh, anyway, we got Defect with us. I'm happy uh, to sit down and talk to Defect. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Defect, the uh, the podcast Yoda, a.k.a. the man, the, the mystery, the legend. The man, the myth. The, the legend. legend. The the underground rapper it, it, back in the day, man. Yeah. Still, no, still doing it. I was like, it. not still back in the day. Well, I'm yeah. saying, it's, it's still current. alive. But, yeah, but well. when, when we got into it, it was, I felt like it was popping. Right. And now, like, with this resurgence of all, I just feel like all these older groups are starting to come out and they're popping again, right? Because, yeah. like, here here we are, like, Backstreet Boys. They're all going on tour and making all this money. What? I, I didn't see you go in that direction. But. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is where my mind works because... There's a resurgence of our music. We want to get out more. I, I, I feel like it's like us, like, man, we got to get out. So, like, Twisted has, you know, they're going back and they're doing whole shows of their whole album. Right. Right? These kids nowadays weren't around when Box came out or right. uh, Most Tasteless. Right. You know? And they're here and they're being reintroduced to the classics that we love. Yep. And we get to go out and vibe with these kids. Right. You know what I mean? You, All right. You, so, you know, you know what's amazing to me is, like, when you bring up Twisted, you know, they... They're doing warp tour, and and yes. the music that they're doing now is more rock based, you know. Right. And they have have actually pulled in a whole different demographic than what that was when we when we were going to Twisted shows way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I mean it's now it's like a rock crowd mixed with the old school rap crowd. Yeah, mixed with the Juggalos, and it's it's it's. So I got a question it, because I'm I'm coming. Um, weren't they on the warp tour before? 
They got kicked yeah. off the Warp Tour. So they were on the Warp, like back when, like, back when we were hardcore into it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody they, was on the Warp Tour. Was it ICP no, or well, was it Twisted? Somebody was on the Warp I remember that. And then like recently they're back on. But something happened where they got kicked off the tour. They did? I don't recall the exact details. Was it them or like some band or something? No, like it, w- it was them. So it was like the crowd was like booing them and they were throwing stuff and they... So it was like, twisted? Th- yeah, and they like threw stuff at them and they threw it back. It was a then, different time, man. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they, you know, they probably came out doing their uh, their wicked shit. Right. Warp and Tour kids, kids probably weren't yeah. ready for that shit. Well, it's underground know? shit. Yeah. It's shit that... Yeah. But like Warp Tour at the time was like when it was legit like ska shit, right? Like a lot of ska, like that genre. It was not any sort of horrorcore crossover type of stuff, but like... This last time when they were on the Warp Tour, they were on the Mutant White Lightning stages, which were right next to each other. And they would play with like, um, Unearth would be on one side and then Twisted would go. And then it would be like Ice Nine Kills. And then it was just like, so what, what do you like think? Like, veil. So it was like the mixture was so much better for them. Yeah, they fit in sure. so much better. Yeah. So with why do you think stages. they? So you think they fit in better because of the the music that was there? This the music this has changed. So like the ska groups are like way on stage five, okay. and it would be like all ska stuff. And then like the metal type of like new metal, like pop metal, more like crossover stuff uh-huh. was like the Mutin White Lightning stage. They had like an introduction stage where it had like groups from the world. I watched a band from Australia play. Right. It was like an introduction. Then they had a full sales stage. So yeah. they had different stages and based on what you were a fan of, that's where you would go. So like I seen Zach Moody there with his son and they went to see a ska band. Right. Real and, Big Fish, I think. Yeah. And they were like in the pavilion and it was like, that's, that's good stuff. Do you like Real Big Fish? I thoroughly enjoyed them at Warp Tour. You know, I used to listen to them way back in way back in the day. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, all those bands. Uh, uh, I wasn't deep yeah. into that stuff, but you know, Real Big Fish was kind of in your face when I was a kid. You know, it is so. true. All that stuff became but popularized. I feel like great after. musicians, though. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. to watch them live, it's like Jesus. What kind of music? Like, do you like? Well, I don't know where to go with it. Like, like, do you like all genres of music, or do you like one specific genre? Like, are you straight? Like, do you listen to country music at all? I listen to a little bit Johnny Cash, that things like that. You okay. know, I, I like good music. You know, right? So you can, um, you can, you can. Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like new bands. Like, uh, like, do you like Maroon Five? I haven't really got into them, no. I mean, uh, you know, you know, it's one when you're when you're doing music and you're producing other artists, and sometimes you get kind of lost, like you don't really get to pay attention to what everything's going on, you right. know, because you it's it's noise, you know. It's like, you ever feel like you're influenced by other music if you listen to like, well, okay, I'm coming from this as a rapper, right? Because you know, lo- uh, people heard this before. I was on a group, so like when you would write and stuff, and like, do you ever feel like when you would write an album like you're getting ready to put out an album if you listen to like a certain genre of music or a certain rapper do you feel like you ever get into hit like his style comes into yours for that album like if you listen to a lot lot of nas would would you feel like that influence would come (laughs) i'll never be nas okay (laughs) no i'm just saying like i feel like (laughs) i feel like sometimes like the rhyme scheme is what you're saying right like do you see yourself with the rhyme like even with beats and stuff are you ever influenced by beats when you're making an album for somebody that might change it up a little bit like well i think i think any artist is is a melting pot of things that of 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 influence all their influences yeah 
Um, you, but you try not to imitate and you try not to, uh, you try to do something different. Right. But you're, you're there's always going to be influences. I mean, perfect example, you know, a lot of people were picking on Axe, uh, Alazula Lou, uh, cause their track, uh, I don't know what it's called, but I think it was just dead. Mm-hmm. Sounded a lot like an old ICP song on Ringmaster, you know? Oh, okay. And they were like, fuck, you're right. It does sound like that, but. Maybe you know, maybe subconsciously Did back they in our like we maybe, were influenced by them. Maybe right, their we were came we were juggalos back in the day. Right. Maybe subconsciously we were writing it. That was you know we kind of channeled that, but we didn't even realize that right. until years later when the album came out. People called us out on it, you know. Right. So you, some you never know, man. <laughs> you, you know, you're yeah. just a melting pot of ideas, and yeah. you're gonna get influences in there for and sure. You're gonna cross lines as far as like other people's ideas too. I feel like a lot. You know, Absolutely. I feel like there's so much out there. You can only get so much into it before you start crossing over to into like even. There's comedians. so many. There's only so many chords on a guitar, right? right. Like right. at some point, you're gonna you're gonna have the same chord. You right. Know, same like chord, order. same beat line, same bass line, something like that's always gonna cross over. Because well, well, something that I come into a lot, you know, because takes me forever to put out an album. A lot of times, well, I'll make I'll make these songs, and then like somebody else in the in the underground will come out with a song that's a similar idea mm-hmm. or they'll use a, a similar punchline. It's like, fuck, now I can't even use the song anymore because right. I haven't even released it yet. You've been working on it. But they've, they've, they've already they've already leapfrogged me, you know, and right. you did what I was trying to do, you know. Yeah. So you never know, man. We're, we're all just a melting pot. I feel like that's a creative thing too because like when I, when I was heavy into the art stuff, a lot of times I would come up with ideas and then start working on them and then I would see a post or something else of somebody doing the same thing and I'm like, well, right. fuck, man. There yeah, that goes. Yeah, you know, or even business ideas. Sometimes you come up with like a business idea, and then you're like, "Man, this would this would be something that we could use right now." And then all of a sudden, it's out. And you're like, Did somebody listen. Perfect to me? example is barcades, dude. I, I I wanted to do that decade ago. Yeah, so and now they're everywhere. Yeah, we have one down here, sixteen bit, same you know, thing. There's one so, opening in Westwood. Yeah, but, but you know, there's a lot of hurdles to that. You can't just you know, right? You got to buy the fucking equipment you gotta have somebody to maintain it you know there's yeah. there's a lot of things that go into that you know so it's yeah it was funny we were at 16 bit and um you know so 16 bit for you might not know but some people here may uh it's like old system so you yeah. can go in there and play you can play grand theft auto san andreas on a ps2 right you or know N64 but it's like 64 or right. sega or yes they had dreamcast right. that you know and it's whatever they had hooked up for the day is what you're playing so it might be super nintendo dreamcast and ps2 today and then you know but like there's a guy there that's the the, the guy. guy. So when your right. controller's not working, you take it to him, and he gets you another one, and then he writes it up for whatever to get fixed. Like, fi- or a he lot. fixes it. He stands or there he and fixes, fixes it. it. Yeah, there's a lot to, to be involved, especially with the old stuff, you know? Yeah. You got to really know what you're doing. Yeah, because yeah, people don't steal your shit. That's another thing, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They, like a couple of their games, like uh, Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo, you had to you had to give them your driver's license to get oh, in yeah. the bar. Cause wow. I'm sure, yeah, well, you know, kids, that's a hot item. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're not going to take, like, Astianax or whatever. Right, right, right. Old school Astianax. Mm. I remember that one. I played that. You're a big video game guy. This I was am, one of the I topics too, I wanted yeah. to hit in because yeah. you have some arcades. Oh, yeah. What are those arcades? I got a Mortal Kombat 2 and a Mortal Kombat, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. How come you don't have a Mortal Kombat 1? That's the question. It's are harder those, to find. Those are? It is a little bit harder to find. So from you what have I, from two. From what I've been told. Did you get those two from the same guy? Yeah. 
You did. He, well, here's what happened. I, you know, I there's a there's a spot. Um, shout out to uh, Big Toys at 14 and Mound in um, I guess it'd be Sterling Heights. Mm-hmm. Super cool guys up there, man. Uh, you know, I drove by there one time and was like, man, I got to check this place out. So I went in there and got to talking to the guy and was like, yeah, I'm really into fighting games, whatever, you know. And um, so one day he just called me out of the blue, like, hey, man, I got this Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. You want to come check it out? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to come check it out. <laughs> so I went in there and, uh, you know, it's 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 like it's like that moment, you know, it's like it's like. I have the power, yeah. you know, like, yes. I, you don't have that when you're a kid, you know, to no, be able to no, just well, you don't have the money. Of, you don't have the money. That's for the struggle. One. I still don't have the money. Nobody but. does, but you got to just go. Because if <laughs> yeah. you don't just go, you're never going to go. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if you're not having fun, what's the point, you know? Right, so right. I, I, I had plunked the change down. They delivered it on my birthday and it was the shit. And then, um. I was like, yeah, man. So keep, I'm curious. Keep an out for that I'm curious about too. price there. Oh, my God. You don't want to know. Pro- okay, pro- let's, pro- do pro- over under. let's do an over-under. Let's do an over-under. Over-under 1,000? Jade? Over 1,000. Oh, you're telling yeah. us. I, I I thought, like, okay. I, I'm sorry. I thought I, you were. So I'm going to go with 1350 Price is right. Two? Oh. It was more than 2000 oh for Ultimate for, for the, yeah. is that the third one? The third one, yeah. So did they second release set or was that just no it's an original cabinet no but i'm saying like was there two mortal kombat threes was there was a mortal kombat well, three right and well, then a mortal kombat three ultimate well, edition what's, what's interesting about it is back then <laughs> we didn't have like downloadable software updates right. but they had these systems on a chip uh-huh. and what they could do is they could swap out the little uh processors mm-hmm. to upgrade the game or, oh. or, or fix uh, for, or fix a glitch uh-huh. so what they would do is uh, in terms of Mortal Kombat 3 they actually sent out new marquees mm-hmm. to people that had already purchased Mortal Kombat 3 oh. for their arcade or whatever right. and they they would update the marquee and then they'd update some of the c- chips to add the features and then or you fix would have the glitches by an updated cabinet obviously no, I mean I, that's why they all—they don't say Ultimate Mortal Kombat. 3 oh, they the don't. Side. They say so. Yours MK3. doesn't say Ultimate. I didn't know. No, it just says the, MK3. It's the marquee on the front. The right? marquee on the front says Ultimate. Right. Everything else says MK3 because it was an update. Oh shit! Yeah, that's it, dope. And, and even, and matter of fact, mine's not even like the last release of it. There right. was there was one after that fixed a couple of glitches, but oh really? I don't know where the Do fuck you notice the glitches. Uh, there's one that I, I mean. There's one obvious one. What's that one? It's uh, Shiva when she jumps, like she jumps up, she stomps down. You know? Yeah, yeah. I remember like, that one on like the chest. Some, sometimes when you do that, like she, it, it should be an obvious land, and it doesn't land. Oh, that's so it's like something just. It's little shit. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't something like falling through a map and you're in a. Not that I know of. Something man, but, else, you know, like the pit where you throw them in the pits. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Those are my but, shit, man. Oh man, it's a good time, you know. Yeah. Though, though it's so yeah. He, I mean, he called me and he's like, "Yeah, I got this Mortal Kombat 2. and I'm like, "Fuck, this motherfucker's gonna get me again." This was after the three. This so was you after got the, the three. So you yeah, had the I just three got, first. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat two was just like a month ago. So oh yeah, oh I didn't know that. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. It, was, it was pretty recent. So were they like quality? He headed to the plasma place. He donated some plasma <laughs> so that he could buy his. I probably MK2. should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny is like, you know, like I said, man, when you're a kid, you don't have the money to do something like that, but it's every kid's dream to have an arcade in their basement, yes. you know? I, mean, I, want well, a, I want a bubble hockey. That's what, that's what I'm looking at. He, they can hook you up. They have bubble hockey. It's a thing that we can make happen. Oh yeah. I know. Jade's <laughs> listening right now. She'll hear it. 
<laughs> I hear it. No, but that, that's that's the thing you want, right? Mortal Kombat 2, so now you need one. I would love to have one. Shout out to anybody out there that's I mean, got once, one. Once you have two and three, and it's like... Defect. You might yeah, as well but, finish the... But everybody will have an MK1 now. It's just about how much will you pay for it. Yeah. So how are the how are the arcades? Like, are they updated cat, or is it all the old school screen, or is it like a flat screen? What what's no, that? It's like? like the old school shit. It's the yeah. old school. Yeah. Everything in yeah. there is old and everything. Like yeah. That. Now, I mean, they you know they updated the joysticks, right? Fixed the you fixed know, them all. Those up. wear out over time. Now, you have know? you had to do any repairs on your own? For I haven't had them long enough. Oh, okay. I mean, this is like last year that right. I purchased these. You yeah. Know? But do you play them? Play quite them. a bit. They're more fun when you have people there because yeah. okay. the old school, like I don't know if you ever put coins into a, a Mortal Kombat machine, but they these things were designed to take your money. The same, the <laughs> yeah, same I remember the, the same way the Simpsons game was designed yes. to just take your money, you know. Right. So like. You, when you're sitting there playing it by yourself, it is, you know, you can go into the ROM and, like, to change the difficulty. Yeah. Even when you put it on very easy, it's hard as fuck. Really? It's, like, unbelievable. Because well, what they do is they'll let you win the first couple matches, and then all of a sudden the difficulty goes through the roof. Right. So they just want you to keep continuing. Putting continuing. in those fucking yeah. quarters, you know? Yeah, we used to, um, there was a place here, I've, we've talked about it before, but it was called Doc Holidays, and it was an arcade, and they used to have a, that was when I was introduced to Mortal Kombat 1. Everybody was surrounded by it. You know, they'd have their quarters up on the machine, and that's yeah. how you get in. Like, yeah. this guy who loses, you put your quarter in, you play the guy who's winning. Right. Keep it up, and that's, it was fun times. Mom would drop me off there. Kids don't do that these days now. They no, just stay they here. just stay in the room. Use our internet. Yeah. And then you hear the dad yell up every once in a while, who's on the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Because he's got lag going on his stuff. Well, we got, I mean, we got four Xboxes in this house. Right. It's a lot. Five. I was just, I was trying to have, yeah, we got five. I mean, not three, use, sometimes three, three's the most. Three are always at in At the use. same time. You know, and that's a lot because I was trying to get the cable company out here to get faster internet for <laughs> streaming and stuff like that. And he was like, man, that's just when you got three. So I was like, basically what you're telling me is I need to move the kids out. I need to tell them it's time to go. So I can play online gaming. <laughs> yeah, you so know? I can play online without the lag. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's more fun when you got people over because. Right. It, it at some point you're like like i'll go down there and, and do laundry well and, you don't it's not and we're used to games and, now where your time you get things for it you know like you get uh rare achievements and things right. like that that you can collect and kind of flaunt to other gamers who don't have that where it's like right. oh i've done this more than you I have mean, even the new mortal kombat's do that you know oh yeah like mortal kombat do you like 11. that one i don't you don't like it no really no I, i'm not a big fan of the new one the, the latest one i i I feel like it's clunky. I don't. I don't like the. How game about play. ten? I thought. I thought nine and ten were good. So ten was the one with like Jason Voorhees and all those extra DLC characters. I think so. Yeah. And you like that, but this one no. This one I don't like as much. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like. It's just it feels clunky to me. It's coming know. from an expert, though. I mean, look, I, I consider myself. Uh, I consider high you level a casual fighting, player, but a like, fighting aficionado. You're big into no, the fighting I mean, I games. Just, well, I just like I like having fun with them, you know. Like, um, but I, I I can't play at like a high level, you know. Like right. you see those guys that like, oh, yeah. count frames and shit. So that yeah. they, you know, I'm not I'm not that good at all. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't even consider myself you're like close me. to that. You're a casual player. I'm a casual player, but I but I have fun with it. And I get competitive. I mean, I get sweaty. Oh yeah, the kids yeah, call yeah. It sweaty now. So yeah. You know, I had my sweaty moments. It's fun. It's kind of like a release. 
That's yeah. how I look at it, you know, but you're not really killing people. Right. You know, just pretending. <laughs> I'm just pretending to kill people. It's fine. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by uh, Crown Royal. This is the first time I've ever had Crown Royal. Is it, you like Apple it? Crown. It's really good. It's it tastes good. like a... It's, um, it's, it's dangerous because it's, it's really smooth and tasty. I can see how you, it could be really dangerous. Yeah. Because yeah. it tastes like a That's sour why I'm glad you're helping me with it. Also, it's a true serum. What's that? A true serum. Like, it's Defect true. will drink the whole bottle. And oh, you're like me. He'll tell you everything you ever want to know. Yeah. That's good. I'll tell you all that many secrets. <laughs> we, we, we're here for all the secrets. So how did you two meet? Um, so, uh, well, well, let's get this way. Uh, if you haven't, uh, yet listened, make sure you listen to, uh, wicked one one or a spouse or, um, not a spouse. The so best if you're listening well, to a spouse right now, you're listening yeah, to a spouse so, now, but so we have you, a couple other podcasts that defect is on. Yeah. To get so, more. um, like I guess as an introduction, uh, defect has his own show. It's on YouTube and then it's, tr- um, Transferred into a podcast that goes on iTunes and so you every place you find his spouse. Yeah, so or not on Facebook. Go, which one? It's on everything. Facebook. So when you go live, you have all those up. You have well, it YouTube. goes live to Facebook, and then after the fact, we edit it, put it on YouTube, put it on iTunes, put it on Spotify, Stitcher, right. all, all, all the works. Yeah. So is he has a show called Wicket One Hundred One, where he um, each episode has a guest from the underground. They come on and they talk through their history. Um, but the majority of the time, Defect never gets to talk about his own history. So luckily, he invited us on from Best Friend Show podcast to host it. So Defect could have the Defect episode, um, you know, long, long form, which is kind of what we're going to get today. So if you haven't listened to that one, you'll get some more in-depth details about his history. But to answer your question, uh, I used to work at a record store when I lived in Detroit. Um, Shout out to Harmony House. Yeah, Harmony yeah, House. I was like, you're gonna floss over Harmony House? That's right. I spent many times in there. I think I slept in the back on the chair. Did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was at Nine Mile and John R. Um. And across the street from there was this old Holiday Inn, um, high rise. It used to be like a super nice hotel back in the day. The La Casa. Yeah, and it became the La Casa after that. And, so uh, it was a Holiday Inn, and then big, what? Was yeah, it, it was, was a Holiday Inn. I don't remember it being a Holiday Inn. When I was there, it was a La Casa. So when, when I was growing up, it was a Holiday Inn, and it was really nice. So, like, you would win a contest. So, like, they had, like, Mother and Father of the Year contests. And when I was, like, eight, I wrote a thing about my mom, and we won. And they came and, like, picked up my whole family in a limo and took us to the Holiday Inn. What? And they gave us, a, we had a steak dinner there with the other winners, and then they gave us this suite for the night. And we got to stay in, in the hotel in a suite, Your like on the family? top floor. My whole family and my grandma Jackie. And this was all from a letter you wrote? About I- my mom when I was like seven or eight years old. And then we they had a swimming pool and stuff. So we stayed in the suite and we got to go swimming. And, you know, we're poor you know, poor kids from yeah, Detroit. Like that's, we didn't have a pool. That's an we experience. Didn't. That's, that's what's awesome. I've never heard of We story. never, you know, I, I never thought in my life I would be in a limo and it was like, here I am eight years old in my like little dress that I had and we're going to this thing. And it was, it was, and it was a holiday and it was super, super nice. And then, that's you know, awesome. it just kind of over time got run down. And, and then look, so by the like, time I got to it, it was, it was yeah. pretty good. Well, that's, um, uh, I think, uh, the one up in right by us used to be a Holiday Inn, and now it's a La Quinta Inn. Yeah, up there off of seventy in Sharonville, seventy five. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like those are the ones that 
you know, when they get to the point where they need some some work done, they're like, ah, we'll just sell it. You right. Buy it. Yeah, that's pretty much either. how it was. They were like, we're out, you know. Still, it's, that's an awesome story. Well, it's I like everybody would like, you know, stay downtown when they were going to the thing. There wasn't a ton of traffic up there anymore, even though it was right off the freeway. People would mostly go up north because like the like the auto companies were either downtown or they were north mm-hmm. of the city. So, you know, people would go stay up in Troy and Rochester Hills and stuff or Farmington. Um, and then they actually opened tech centers in Warren. So they went the complete opposite way. So they just weren't getting the traffic that they used to get. Cause that place used to be popping. Yeah. Um, it was so, right at nine at nine and John R. So right off was, the freeway. You, when you were driving down seventy five, it, it was towering. Oh yeah, over, you could see you know. it's in the middle of like that whole. Well, it's where the Tim Hortons is now. Yeah, it's, it's, they thing. leveled it, and now it's the Tim Hortons there. Oh, they tore that whole oh, hotel. It's gone. Down? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a Tim Hortons and a CVS, <clears throat> and across the street is that McDonald's still, but they leveled all that out. Man, what do they do with all that debris? Uh, who knows? Junkyard somewhere. Dumping in the river. I think about that all the time, yeah. man. I think about like shit where it goes. That's probably why I try to like, I don't know, man. I'm weird about shit. So anyway, Steve came down <laughs> for an Sorry, event downtown. So we've talked about it before. We were all juggalos. Um, I think ICP was having something called like the five days of freshness and it four days, four of, freshness. days of freshness. I was at that. That was, was well, that it ended up being like three, two, yeah, two or three days. Two days it was I Christmas, think. right? Christmas, it was around Christmas. Christmas. Baller, Christmas party, the big baller. And then the JCW premiere. and then the premiere that never happened. A big money. And, hustlers. Uh, oh, the premiere didn't happen. No, no. It, I think that four days turned into like two days. It yeah. Was like so big they had JCW and then they had the Christmas party and that was yeah. it. And that was it. Well, I had to leave because that was the hospital. Yeah, you went me. to JCW. We can talk about that too. Yeah, that's, no, that's but, where it happened to you at, right? But I didn't know JCW. that. Yeah, this yeah, was, this was, was 1999, no. by the way. Huh? This was 1999. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't with her. I know. Oh, <laughs> He's like, you oh know I thought you were like. I thought you were like. <laughs> yeah, I know. 1999. I, I remember. Like, yeah, I remember it. Do you remember? You know, uh, I think I knew her before you knew her. No, you, you knew her, her way before yeah. I knew her, but yeah. I didn't know if you knew Brandon and Mike, no. who won the the. That they worked for realjuggalos.com and they were like, anyway. Those days are hazy. They are very uh, hazy. Yeah. I yeah. just, I was surprised. I didn't remember that because I was in the hospital and went, uh, so I missed the JCW. So I didn't know that the movie got canceled because I was in the hospital the rest of that week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where you met him at? Was at the four No, days? he actually came. I was working uh, I and was, he was staying at the hotel and he's seen the record store and he came across just to check it out. And that's where I met him and I like sold tickets and stuff. So I started talking to him. Because of course I was juggaloed out. Right. You know, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. was looking for ICP stuff because I lived in. Saginaw, right? No, I lived north in, of Saginaw. Uh, about an hour north of small town. Really? And. Uh, finding juggalo related stuff meant I had to drive at least to Saginaw. But, you know, being that I was going to Detroit for these shows over the last year or so before that, you know, oh. it was like on my radar, like there's a record store. We need to go check it out. Cause I wanted to find, you know, wicked rare shit, shit. Yeah, like, rare shit that you can't find. Yeah. The, and the bootlegs or the you know? side. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. also like places like hot hits or rock of ages didn't have all the stuff that harmony house would have because, like they're both one-offs, like locally owned places, and they would get like special stuff, especially because Alex's family owned Hot Hits. Yeah. Um. So they would have all this stuff, but like we would have like export editions of Chicken Hunting from Japan. Yeah, I had that like, like media play. It yeah, was the uh, hocus he, pocus. The yeah, you would have to get that from like places like ours that had kind of like chain buying power. Even yeah. though we were a chain, but we were just local to Michigan, so. There was one Harmony House in Ohio, but all of them were in Michigan. I think there was like 20 or something like that. Right. 
So he came in and I was like, hey, I'm a juggalo too. So we started talking about stuff and he said he was going to, I think it was JCW, right? <laughs> I was supposed to go to everything, but I think, but I think that days. night was just JCW. I think that was or, the or first the next night. Day or I think something. it was, I think it was big ballers the first night and then JCW the yeah, second night. Yeah. So that's when I met you was the second night. So you came into our thing because that night I got a ride with you down there. I think oh, I was think, this I, think I might have about your dad freaking out because you're riding with some stranger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I, I could be wrong, but I, I felt I feel like I met you the first night and then actually rode down with the second the night. second night. Yeah, I think so too. I think we hung out at the Big Ballers. Yeah, because it was at St. Andrews, right? Yes. I don't know. It's I think at the so. shelter. Yeah. yeah. Getting old yeah. fucking sucks. Dude. Getting old really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nasty. So so that's how we met. Mm. And I was like, hey, yeah, like I want to go to that. I just don't have a ride. Mm. And then he was like, well, I'll drive you. So I was like, sweet. You know, and it's like I met him and yeah, it was only one day. But you know, like when you meet people, there's like. Oh, you get to feel. Well, there's you like scary feel. people. And then yeah. there's like decent people. And you know, there's like. I feel like your radar will let you know. Like, yeah. Oh, that's probably, you shouldn't get in a car with This him. dude's like yeah. three years younger than me. And uh kind of green <laughs> My radar. Uh, yeah. he's, he's harmless Toledo with the he's dude harmless. on the bus that one guy yeah so he was like you know he was like a normal person mm -hmm. so it was like you didn't, I win, I you didn't feel to my threatened you no I didn't like, no, you were and like, then he had his friend Gary <laughs> with him who was like a little skinny guy you know so it was just like two dudes who were down you could tell that they weren't like they weren't like hustlers or whatever you know dudes that I'm used to around there so it was like they're you know it didn't throw flags so you know, we ended up, we went down there together. We had a good time. He dropped me off, and that's how we met. Was at that was at Army House. Nice. Yep. And then her dad finally met me at the gathering because we went to the first gathering together. Yeah, that was yeah. in Royal. He, he came out the Royal. No, it was no, Novi. That was Novi. Yeah, yeah Novi. Why do I say Royal? Yeah. And uh, I remember him coming out and interrogating me. It's like, oh yeah, he's not so bad. <laughs> and then, then Steve became my dad's best friend, and then I never seen him again. <laughs> True. <laughs> what happens yeah we started a record label together what was yep. that record label called widowmaker productions whoop, whoop. i know man we were that was that was the fun times printing your own labels up and shit oh, burning man. cds yeah. <laughs> yeah. getting 10 cds back from hot hit sandy's but i feel broke. like widowmaker yeah. really did it up there was jackets there was jerseys yeah. there was hats we there did. was beanies there we was did. we have to go all shit. in Anything you do, you do. You have to. Yeah, but they were it, legit. You know? It wasn't all. So then they started having their CDs pressed instead of them pressing them themselves. And they well, proved dad, it's actually. You know, I feel like your dad did some research, went to the sources of printing. You know, like find out who the. Well, I think were he met some them. contacts that could yeah. actually print shit for him and some, master yeah. stuff. Well, it's like you know we knew some people who did some mastering and they did some mastering for us on earlier ventures. So it was right. like easy to be able to go through the, that and that. Some of those people are huge in the underground, so they helped you to get additional contacts for other people. And I think yeah. that helped to yeah. really launch Widowmaker off. It just, you know. So I want to know what Steve was like growing up, though. Growing up? Yeah. You got any sisters and brothers? Well, so we should talk about this. People are probably wondering if Steve is sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, going I on with his voice? Well, I am a little sick. I, you, you might hear me coughing off to the side yeah. a little bit. Uh, I'm getting over like a bronchitis or whatever. But this is but. literally how he sounds. He doesn't sound like this no, because this, this he has a voice. chest when thing going on. When I first met you, I thought you, because I knew Madness. Yeah. And and so I think I met Madness before you. Yeah. And then when I met you, I was kind of like, what the fuck's going on here, man? We got two oh, guys man. doing the same thing. <laughs> but then, you know, you it's find out the real story. It's my voice. So you got a short, a short 
What's it the is short a short version? story. It's like What's two lines he can tell it? you. The shortest version is uh, when I was born, I had um, a cyst in my throat, uh-huh. and I also had the umbilical cord wrapped around my throat. So when I came out, I wasn't breathing, and they uh, they removed the umbilical cord, couldn't get me to breathe. Doctor put his finger down my throat and realized that there was something in there. So they rushed me to emergency. And um, it's a uh, long story short, they took three surgeries to get rid of it because they did like laser surgeries the first two times to try to get rid of the cyst and it kept growing back. Um, the third time they actually went in and like cut it out and it was fine after that. But um, so this has been your whole life, whole life, yeah. I mean, when, when I was you know, you kind of grow into your voice. Cause How was it being young though? I mean, that was it, tough? it was well, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I was I was the kid with the weird voice, you yeah. know. So of course the older kids would make fun of me, you know, that type of shit. But but he said when he cried when he was a baby, he sounded like a demon. Oh yeah, my my, my mom knew that it had grown back because she could tell the way I was crying, you know. So you had to have another surgery. There's three surgeries the first six months. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. And my mom would probably still be paying that shit off if it wasn't for. Uh, uh, they called it like the crippled children's fund or whatever. Yeah. Um, Shout out to good people. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying there's a lot of people out there that like, uh, who was that that pays for? Um, well, like, like Shriners well, like with Saint, burn Saint victims Jude and St. Jude. Yeah. Like shout out to those, yeah. you know, where people privately donate. Yeah. So I don't even know much about that organization. So you had three surgeries exists, within six months. So your voice has been like this. And so when you meet people, I'm sure you get that. All the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, when I first started rapping, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's where I got my name from, Defect, because it was a birth defect. Birth know? defect, yeah. Um, but when I first started rapping, everybody's like, thought I was like the next Be Real. Like I was just making yeah. my voice sound like that, you know? Yeah. I was like, no, bro, that's my voice. You so, know? side note on that, uh, I listened to Be Real on a different podcast and he talked about, that and how he became be real how, yeah. how he was in the studio and he did this voice and and send dog i think it was send dog liked the way he did it and said man that should be it all the time or it might have even been the, um like ice cube or somebody because i think they had contact with them on their but yeah anyway he talked about his voice and then he would talk about how he would always strain his voice because of the way he yeah you know did that so it's crazy shit man yeah yeah. So where'd you grow up at? You grew up in a small town, then you moved to Saginaw? Yep. Yeah. Young? At a young uh, age? Well, no, I moved to Saginaw after I was uh, an adult. Like, I went out, like, the whole thing was I was dating a girl, and um, she wanted to stay close to her family, which was near where we were living, and I wanted to be in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So the compromise was Saginaw. So I moved to Saginaw and got a job at Guitar Center, and, uh, you know, cause I, well, to back up, I actually, in, when I graduated, I went to recording school. Yeah. I was going to get into your school. Like where did you get a school and stuff? Uh, well, yeah, I, I went to, uh, you know, all gray Sims high school is a small town high school. And then I, then I went to uh, the recording workshop at Chillicothe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not far from here. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, I think it's Chillicothe up by Cleveland area. It's Southern Ohio. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's probably, I think a little farther east, maybe. Maybe that's what it is, east. It's towards Columbus. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it really? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's it's north of here then. Yeah. yeah, it's north of here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I went to I went there and um, and it, it's funny too because like I uh, you know when I graduated high school I threw a concert in my hometown to raise money for me to go to recording school. Uh-huh. Anyway, was, I think I remember. We call it. Were you defect at the time or no? By the time I graduated, I was yeah. Like I think when I met Jay, I wasn't defect. I think I maybe he, I, he was not. Maybe I was. He, beca- ga- I was, he I think became I, defect um, right before the gathering. Yeah, shortly after I met Jay. Okay. But I think I was dabbling. You know, I think I was fucking with beats and stuff, uh-huh. and and uh, maybe even trying to write some rhymes. But I wasn't. Like, I just remember all the shows. I think maybe I'm just getting that confused. All the shows from Widowmaker. That well, his shows, those shows were later, right? So this is to, like yeah. graduated high school. You and you threw a, show. a concert in your neighborhood. Yeah, it was, you know, all the local kids, you know, because it was, it, they were coming to promote, to, to support Steve at that point, you know, it wasn't. It was they like, were coming to support they you. They were like, but help like, me go to college. Right. Exactly. You know, who so, all was on? Like, was it a bunch of, like, was it bands or like? Yeah, dude, it was like, funny. It, it's funny you ask because like uh, the, D, the guy that I, I hired to DJ it mm-hmm. um, is this guy uh, he's actually in a, in a band right now that's I see him all over the internet maybe it's just because I follow him but uh, he's in this band Redburn mm-hmm. but he back then he was just like a local DJ guy and actually he actually um, he brought the wicked shit to my hometown he because he you know he came from Detroit or whatever and um, you know his you know his you know cassettes or whatever kind of got how do i say this uh he was like playing icp for this guy or that guy and then so he was uh, got he me, was a dj know. he was a dj well he, yeah well back then he was just chris you know but he you know he was fucking around with djing and and, and he had icp he had all every dude he had the the gold mine of icp cds back so then, is that like, all he dj like when he dj that is that all he played no no, no 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 he he was playing you know but he po- had, popular stuff oh, okay oh, I, I thought, <laughs> but he was like but, also but, listen to this some other well i went to high school with this guy uh-huh. but and he was like introducing icp and esham and stuff to my hometown by like you know, playing so it, playing it for his friends from him. Well, from well, he played it for this guy. That guy played it for me. You so know, it got around. It got around school, because he of kind him. of brought he, it he brought to it you from Detroit. North. Exactly. No shit. So, anyways, I hired him to DJ the the show, and um, we also brought in this um, this other local band called they called themselves the Rubber Band at the time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they played it. And uh, some other random rapper from Saginaw that I think Chris Redburn brought mm-hmm. to the show. Anyways, it, it was, I mean, it was a lot of people just because it was, they were there to support me and help me go to recording school. So I went to recording school in 2001 and I totally forgot where I'm going with this. No, we were just talking about basically <laughs> we're, we're how we got about to like how you're, yeah, yeah like so your, like, your history. So you go to the recording studio. Yeah, I went to recording school and that, you know, uh, that was where I finished up Birth Defects. There was, we recorded a song there that ended up on the album. And um, I'm curious to know, like, what got you into recording music? Like where did that come from? Like I think, what I got? Think I was just bored, man. Like so, I, I, like when I'm you were legit. young, did you start fucking with like little toys and shit to make music, or or like? I don't remember that. I remember um, my sister's computer. You know, I started downloading like music programs and, and 
Just chop, like, like chopping up samples. loops and shit? That was like way stuff. before Fruity Loops. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's no, I'm talking good. about like Acid Pro. You know, like I think I did my whole first album in Acid Pro. Bro, that's what I use. Yeah. Oh, man. Like a much earlier version <laughs> oh, of Acid man, Pro. Dude, probably. has it been around that long? <laughs> I fucking dude, love it, that program. It's, it's so easy to use. It's like my user friend. <laughs> but no, you know, as a matter of fact, like, my first song, I, I didn't know how to make beats. You know, I didn't so know what the fuck I was loops. doing. I used loops. No, he didn't use loops. I did use time. loops, but I also used, like, my first song, I actually recorded a, a Afterbirth from Prozac. It was, mm -hmm. like, one of his solo songs, and I put it in reverse, like, the, the intro music, uh, and I put a drum beat over it. Okay. I think I remember hearing about this. Yes. It was a big to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but uh, you what, know, what, at the wait, time, I, at the time, I was just like this kid. Like, I don't know how to fucking make a beat or. Why work. was it a big to do? <laughs> but did they come after you? Like, did nobody he came after me? I just they, after that, they didn't really like me very much. Why? It, I, it was super. It's it's super weird. Like you know, for me, I would think that you would be like, oh, well, weird you is know? good. Let's get into it. No, it'd be like you would think There's it would be like flattering, you know, like someone, you know, like my song. Someone knew my shit, listening to my music and turned it into, so you turned it into your own music? I literally he, took. He I literally took, reversed it. just if, if for you, a beat? If you didn't know that that's the song, you would not know that's the song. Right. Like I, like I, I took the intro music, you know, like the little piano part, cut it, reversed it, put a drum beat over it. And okay. then, I, then I rapped over he it. He like well, sampled it, right? It wasn't really rap. That's what Beastie definitely. Boys did all the time. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like fucking. Like it wasn't a big deal, but it was a big deal. Well, the thing, the, dif the difference is Beastie Boys would go into the crates and dig up shit that nobody's ever heard. And they would sample some random shit, you know. Eh, here's the thing. Wherever the Beastie Boys are from, those people heard it. Just like the people who where you're from heard that too. Maybe. People like me you might be right. wouldn't have knew that. Yeah. People outside of wherever the Beastie Boys are from, I forget, New Honestly, York. Honestly, the own it. person who made that song probably didn't know that until someone told them. No, I'm saying, dude, but you got to, I guess, look where we're at now. Right? It's like, come on, man. It doesn't matter. You should be it, flattered it by it. It doesn't matter. At the time, it was a Everybody big, uses at, everybody at time, else's shit, I feel like. At the yeah, time, it was a big to-do. Yeah. Now, they don't give a shit. Right. Like, right. No, nobody cares. Like, I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, we're starting, talking about, like, the old time. Yeah, yeah but, we're, but, we're talking but, about old but time. But that's what but we're it's, talking it's about. It's important to that's clarify that. Like, it's not like there's a beef there, you know? Oh, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, did it sound like I was trying to Well, it's just, like, we really wanted to talk about this, honestly. People are going to interpret things however they interpret it. I'm just trying to get into the way, what got you into making music. That's right. that's it because you went to college for this, so it's it like was calling college is is a is kind okay. of a stretch. It was a five week course. It wasn't but, like but here's you know. the thing: but you learned enough. Like, to but me, it's a you skill, learned. right? It's right. like yeah. developing a trade, so it's no different than a kid who going goes to through, Diamond Oaks, right? Like a twelve week yeah, course you know, for. Well, you know the the thing was, man. I, like I was inspired by the same people Slaughterhouse was inspired by. You know, ICP, right. Twisted, right. Right. Isham, all the all the wicked shit stuff. And I was like, so when you I had this crazy voice. I I got I was getting awards for uh, poetry in high school, you know, and uh, I was like, I'm pretty good writing. Maybe I could do this, you know. So I just started fucking with it, and I wasn't very good. It, it was definitely in the beginning, I wasn't. I don't not, think anybody is. No, when you first start out, you think you're the shit, but well, yeah. And then, yeah. You see, we used to. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we used to. 
we used to get on one in the studio, right? And when you're on one, you're like, oh, man, this shit, you're feeling it. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. next time you come in and you're not and you listen to it, you're like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> so you feel like you got to change a lot of stuff up. Yeah, but you, know? you got to be careful with that. Right. Because, you know, like uh, Mike Clark once told me one time, he, he was like, I was making this beat one day and I was like, man, this shit sucks. And he turned it off and he went to bed. I got up the next morning and listened to it. He, he, he said he almost deleted it. Mm. He said he almost deleted it, but he, he went, saved it, went to bed. Went the next morning, like, oh my God, this is fresh. And it was the beat for Dead Body Man. Huh. Like he almost deleted it, you know? Wow. And that, that's like an iconic ICP song. That you know? is the song that got me into wicked shit. See. Me and my buddy Don used to, like, we would make model cars and shit. That's what we did when we were kids, and you, you know. We'd do things. So we'd get model cars and we would sit in my room and build model cars, spray paint them, all that shit. And we'd listen to the Beastie Boys. Well, he came over to the house one day and he's like, dude, you got to hear this shit. So he put the tape in and it was Dead Body Man. I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is this? Like, you know, you're a right. kid. You're like, right. dude, this is crazy. They're talking about eating dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who talks about that shit? So man, then I went to Circuit City. There was the riddle box, and I bought it, and that was it, man. That's where it started. I mean, you start listening to that, and you're like, man, this shit is crazy. Riddle box was the album for me, too. Shout know? out to Mikey Clark, man. He's, he's a genius, man. His, his beats, it, he it, just... He, he gave me a lot of good advice, yeah. you know? And um, another another thing he said to me was, uh, you have to get through the whackness to get to the freshness. Right. And basically what he was saying is, like, he'll make 10 beats that end up being whack and to come up with one Find good one, one you know? Yeah, and uh, you have to get through that creative process. It's like, yeah. you know, you're not going to be um, uh, Tupac overnight. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. you have to get through. There's, there's a. Well, process it's like you it. said. You said in the beginning, you sucked. You thought you were the shit, but you sucked. It's oh, like yeah. that's the that's the shit you're going through to get to the good stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, because nobody's really good when you start out like you know anything art music wrestling whatever it is whenever you start but out I, you're I learning think that, the ropes. but i think the good thing though is that like at the time the internet i don't want to say it was new but like instant communication like there wasn't a lot of there wasn't you know a social media like there is today right. it was really done through like message boards almost like reddit-esque type of feature so it was right. like um if you weren't that good you got instant feedback yeah. On, yeah, on message boards. Yeah. We had to grind. Like, no, you yeah. had to, but yeah. like I think at the time too that there was, you know, people who, no matter what was being said about them, they still had this vision that they were like legends or the next greatest thing, and that everything w that anybody said was about them, and it, the whole world circled around them, no matter what was said on the message boards. And I think that's why groups like that aren't together anymore or aren't doing anything really and it's like or defects been around for like fucking 20 years 25 years now but that's and it's the because difference is the love for it but he's also you know always I mean? evolving right. and he's so it's like the thing that i wanted to talk about when we were on wicket 101 is about how heavily he is involved in other people's careers in the right. underground which is i think missed a lot with him because right. people really know about like the mikey clarks and now like the fritz well, the cats I, and, I, I look at you know i, I look at you as like a, a writer a songwriter you know like there's there's people that you hear that you think wrote the song and then you find out they don't you almost have a different image of them because you're like man like that person is the one who wrote that right hit. that's but, the person where it came but from. i don't and think like it's always you, that i think it's like i can make a shitty beat 
mm-hmm. and you could have a shitty song right and he can take it and mix it and add stuff and take away stuff and make it a song right and make it not suck right which is it's not a it's not the songwriter and he didn't make the beat for it but he has the skill to like mix it down or to add touches well, or take away to, touches to, to some extent. I'm not, but I've seen you. I've seen you do it. I think, you've, to, no, I think you're extent. taking what I said differently. You know, I think you're taking that into to different contexts. I'm saying people like him who are magical and have a love for a Ooh, craft. Unicorn. Magical. Dude, I love that. I word. don't think anybody's described me as Ooh, magical. You're magical, man. Hit the button. She the ring. There oh go. my god! <laughs> fucking magical. You got the drop. But you are like you've had your foot in a lot of people's shit that other people who listen to this stuff have no clue about. Well, you, you know, know what I mean, and that's what a songwriter is too. To like Rihanna, where she gets these hits, but you know she didn't make it. But it was like somebody else was the one that, like right now, is getting you know talked about because you should be like you're magical. <laughs> right? you have a, I mean, you do there, dude. All this, man. You know, I, your knowledge, I come to you quite a bit, you know, I do. I'll text you and go, Hey man, blah, 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 blah. With my stream mixer, whatever, anything I'll come to you like, Hey man, what's your, you know, because I know, you know, because of the love for it. And everybody does that. Right. I'm the guy. (laughs) Back in the day when I was, when I was growing up, it it wasn't about music stuff. They were calling me because I had like every issue of Nintendo Power. So they'd want they'd want the cheats because they couldn't look it up on I the fucking internet. Nintendo, Nintendo Power, dude, was the best, dude, dude. I had every fucking issue, every issue. So and, did I. And uh, <laughs> the motherfuckers couldn't look it up on the internet. So and they were calling Steve. Too. They were thick magazines. They were thick. They weren't like Steve, now. Steve, what's the code for this? Yeah. And I'd be sitting there looking it yeah. up like a fuck ass, you know, just fucking game. Oh, genie. here it is. It's game genie was the, when game genie come out. Oh remember? my god, <laughs> Jesus, changed the game. But now you know, yeah. I mean, I'm like she says, I'm the podcast Yoda. You know, yeah. for a lot of people, not just them. You know, yeah. Daddy Longlegs from Wolfpack hits me up for advice. Right. You know, yeah. we go back and forth. Um, you know, of yeah. course, Twisted is always you know. Yeah. Hit me up to do stuff for them and not as much anymore, but you know. But you're also doing like uh, Mike and Dustin's podcast. Right. You do that. And then when you do the axe takeover, right? Mm-hmm. Like I know that's all Magic Ninja stuff, but yeah. still that's multiple people that you're working on their podcasts. Yeah. Or live streams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got my hands on a lot of cookie jars. A lot of cookie jars, man. Yeah. How long did you work at uh, Guitar Center for? Jesus. Um, Put some time into that. Well, you know, when I went to recording school, some of the best advice I got was if you want to make it in the music business, first thing you need to do when you get out of recording school, get a job at the local music store and and meet as many people as you can, network, and um, build relationships. And that was great advice because it worked. You know, I, I spent... Um, two years at the Saginaw store. Then I, um, um, I jumped ship for a little bit and worked at a different music store in Troy. Cause I wanted to move to Detroit after me. And that, that girl I, t- I mentioned broke up. I was like, why the fuck am I in Saginaw now? Because the whole point of me being in Saginaw is null and void now. So let me get to Detroit. Right. So I, um, I moved to, uh, Hazel park actually with a buddy of mine. And, um, I worked at this music store, Marshall Music, at, uh, I guess it would have been Waddles and Rochester Road, which is like 17 Mile, mm-hmm. I think. It is. And uh, so I worked there for two years. 
because I tried to transfer to one of the Detroit stores, but the, the store manager was kind of a cocksucker, so yeah. that didn't work out. Um, so I jumped ship and did that, and then um, that was around the time the economy was tanking, so I lost my job because I was polishing more guitars and I was selling it there. So they let me go, and then I started at Guitar Center in Southfield, um, and I was there for 11 years, and I recently jumped ship to do something different. But um, but that whole time I was networking and yeah. meeting people, and um, to the point that like there's uh, you can't name a type of musician or something that I don't have somebody that I can call and say I know a sax player, I know you know somebody that would come and do something for me, you right. know. So um, so yeah, man, that's that's definitely a resource that I have, but. Um, right. But yeah, altogether it was about fifteen years in music retail and and just learning equipment and helping you know, and that's kind of where I kind of fell in with like Twisted, you know, um, because I knew George uh, a long time from um, just doing music stuff, you know. Yeah. So when it came time for them <clears throat> to set up their studio, they were like, "Hey, man, you know what? What are you going to charge us to come set this up? Because we know you know what you're right. doing and we trust you, you know." And that kind of built the relationship. I said, look, man, you guys have done so much for me over the years. You know, let me do this one for you, you know, just to help you out. You know, yeah. so I went and set up their whole the dojo, the dojo, the dojo, you know, yeah. to help them out. But now, you know, now I'm doing Astronomicon and I'm doing, uh, you know, all, all their other uh, live streams and that, that sort of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, it's all right, man. We're into this uh, crown royal. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Plus, man, you had a long drive. You, uh, how was Thanksgiving? Stressful, actually. Why? Politics? Uh, no, not politics. Uh, <laughs> stuff we don't need to talk about. I don't think just family know. shit, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, the mic, you know. I mean. Uh, Family shit, yeah. More turkey good? Everything turkey was great, yeah. yeah. The turkey was great. How was the mac and cheese? The yeah, mac and like, cheese how was, was good. The food, good? The, the food like? was good, yeah. No, how many plates did you have, two. bro? I had two plates. That's it? Well, I had three. Yeah, I had two. Three was and a lot of pie he had. You're a bigger guy than me, though. You know, you require a little more sustenance. Well, I just, did you get I to eat hard. any Nashville hot chicken while you're down there? I didn't have time. Damn it, dude. You gotta make time. Do you like hot stuff or negative? No, I'm not big into the hot not stuff, big. but, uh, you know, she recommended Hattie B's to me one time. Shout out to Hattie B's because that shit is the bomb. Oh, so you've had it. Yeah. Or, excuse me. Earlier this year, we went we went down to Nashville because my family's in Nashville. So, right. um, uh, yeah, we went and checked out Hattie B's, uh, and I fell in love. So that's about as hot as I like to get, though, you know. Like I'm not. But, well, yeah, did they have def did they have different levels or was it oh, I, th like I think this? so yeah yeah did you yeah. get like chicken and waffles they have like the chicken and waffles no, i think it was just the chicken I don't you should know. try the chicken and waffles really it's a, yeah it's a weird combo because you put syrup on it but it's like hot chicken i don't know man it's it's really that's what we you know that was our thing when we came back from hilton head i wanted to have nashville hot chicken in nashville and then um, but you know hattie b's is like a five yeah, hour hattie b's is ridiculous You're standing in how line. did you get that did you uh, did you wait in line or I wait heard something line, about yeah. you could have like yeah you can you can something? order ahead and then you can just walk up and pick it up like a carry out yeah no we waited in line right it wasn't that bad I mean it was it was wrapped outside like that place is a madhouse it is mad it's but crazy it was worth it yeah we seen that line and, and we we didn't really have time you know because we're rolling through for dinner so. right yeah everybody every, everybody's standing in line for Popeyes and I'm like there's only one chicken sandwich to wait in line for and what's that that's Hattie B's really. Chick-fil-A? Do you like Chick-fil-A's? I've never had Chick-fil-A. 
Interesting. Theirs is pretty good. They have a nice breakfast chicken sandwich, too. It's on biscuits. I'll have to check it out. It's weird, man. But I'm telling you, check out waffles and chicken. It will Chicken and waffles, yeah. It'll change it. I mean, it's just, you're like, what? Syrup on chicken? It's, but the, oh, man. So when you're driving home, there's this place called Mike's Nashville Hot Chicken. It's um, right where our son plays hockey. He ain't going there. Okay. Thank you. Well, Forget it. Disregard. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. I'm thinking you're leaving tonight. No, I'm sorry. You're right. Go ahead. It's called Mike's <laughs> Nashville Hot Chicken. I'm sorry. Brain fart, dude. Calm down. Oh, Give me the dirty look. I was just I, I, For some finish. reason, I was thinking you were leaving tonight to go oh, home. No, that would be the worst idea That would be ever. the worst, especially now what we're getting into. Yeah. Go ahead. It's called Mike's? Nashville Hot Chicken. It's like exit 42 or something right off the freeway. Yeah. Uh, I picked it up for Dave, and he he liked it. it. To me, like, I've had a lot around here, right? Because Nashville Hot Chicken, to me, I like spicy, but I don't like too hot. Right. So I've tried everywhere we can. And right. that Mike's is probably the best and closest to Nashville Hot Chicken I've had. But there's another place downtown called Joel's. Fiery Hen. Nope, oh, Fiery, Fiery Hen. Hen, yeah. Fiery Hen was pretty good. but yeah, You guys are making me hungry. Well, we what? have leftover Uber. turkey upstairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did bring Uber some Eats, I probably all closed. It's all good. Everything's closed. Nah, people want money. Somebody's out there. <laughs> I, I'm saying the places that make the food is Joe Joel is. Oh, what's open at two? No, it's not. It's like ten o'clock. It's ten forty. Oh, you're talking about Nashville hot? No, I was just saying like. Yeah, it's like there's BW3 McDonald's chicken open. Chicken wings, <laughs> chicken wings from me dubs. We had two o'clock eating tacos. Yeah, we did last night. We did. Yeah, brought some Taco Bell home last night. Yeah. What did you collect as a kid, man? Um, what was your one thing? My brother was like garbage pill kids. I, I had like He-Man. Were you into like comic Ninja books Turtles. or something? No? Uh, Big into Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah. Did you, uh, so Ninja Turtles or He-Man? Uh, both, really. I mean, I Okay, first. but you only get one. I kind of migrate. Probably Ninja Turtles was a bigger deal. Okay, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Uh, let me guess here. I'm thinking you're a Raphael guy. Nah. Okay, hold on. Are you Michelangelo? I think I migrated into Michelangelo. I think everybody did, because he's think, the party dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I started as a Donatello guy. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Engineer, smart, doing yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, Donatello was like the leader. Uh, well, no, nah, he was like the smart guy, right? Yeah. I would say. Did Leonardo you like the was Nintendo one. game? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, there was two. That, that was brutally hard. The there was one. two of them. But the first one where you had to like swim. Remember that level where you had to defuse the bombs and shit? You had yeah. to like swim through the I water. Remember. Yeah. But then like the arcade, that was, that was fucking dope. Because that was like, it was almost like Double Dragon where you could have multiple players on the same screen. Right. And if the one player was, like, shitty and real slow, you would just move them along because everybody right. else was moving. So they would, you know, there's a couple games now that we try to play, me and Jade, like Rayman. I don't you know, play that one. Rayman Origins. It's like, it's a 2D screen, so you're not really, you don't have to have the analog down because you're really just using one and then jumping with the buttons. Right. But, you know, you can play two players on the same screen. It's pretty cool. Fucking Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. So Turtles. the arcade game. Yeah. Like, that shit was dope. But that was hard. It was like, back in the day, dude, you had to, like, that's what we were talking about. You have to play through the game. Right. Like, nowadays, these kids don't know about, all right, dude. I was talking about that the other day. Right. Like, I feel like these video games have taken over my children's lives because there's never an end. Yeah. It's like, they can save it. They can keep going. They can, and then there's, especially with, like, the games that are 
online that are always updating like a fortnight where it's like you get new downloadables, new things you can buy, and then you can save them. Like we grew up in the, well, I grew up in the era where you couldn't save shit. Yeah. If you wanted to beat Mario, you were playing for six straight hours. And if your mom made you get off, you were done at level seven too. Yeah. Like that was your exactly. life. But now it's like, my kids are like, oh, I got it. So how do you feel about like that? What she's talking about with kids these days and like <clears throat> so involved in video games. Like, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing with like where we're going with technology and shit? You know what I mean? Oh, that's deep. I'm sorry. That's a really deep question. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to think. Like you know, like well, it, it, I think I think with every uh, advancement, whether it be technology or whatever, there's positives and negatives. There's pitfalls to it. You know, right. like for instance, when you go and buy a video game, you're not just buying the video game anymore. You're buying the fucking DLC to go with it. Right. You know, I, I went and bought Injustice Two, for right. example, but. I, God forbid I buy the regular version of the game. I had to buy the legendary edition. So right. I have all the costumes and so all the extra players and all right. that, you know, and it's a fucking hundred dollars, you know, it's, it's a lot of money for yeah. one game. And then now, you, you know, a year or two later, you, you look and it's $15 for the legendary edition. Right. It's on sale black Friday. And I'm right. like, son of a bitch. Right. Right. You know, but nobody's probably playing it anymore. All the kids are onto the next game, you know? Right. So there's, I don't know, man. I, I, I think that, um, you know, like every time I turn on my Xbox, there's an update. Yeah. And it's it's kind of annoying. It's content. It's <laughs> so not content. I guess for me, like my response to your question is that like, I think there's a point where you can become addicted to things. That's what I was just going right? like, to say. It's like, one thing like, and I understand they point out like, oh, well, there's a 13 year old kid and he's world champion, just won $1.5 million. But like, yeah, that's great, but he can't read. Yeah. You know, maybe that kid can. I don't know. I'm just guessing. So what but I'm just saying, do, like, what if you can't as a math? Solution, what do you like what do you do as a solution? But, there, like, but that's the you... point that I'm saying. It's like we need to start looking at video games and addiction to video games the same way that we look at, you know, addictions to alcohol and addictions to drugs because it is mind altering. Like they show the video game progression, the impact it has on your brain. And I think and if it's negatively impacting your life, it's a problem. Right. right. Like if my kid is failing in school and he's staying up all night to play video games, regardless of what he, you know, wants to do, it's impacting his life and it's impacting our life. Right. right. So it's like when it's, you know, or, or, you know, uh, relationships, like they're playing video games all the time and they're not interacting anymore. Like that's impactful. And it's, you have that talk, like this is impacting, you know? So it's like, you have to start treating those same things. Like, what is it about this that makes you not want to do anything else? Like I look at my own kids and it's like, I'll walk in their room and there'll be like 50 empty Gatorade bottles and a bunch of crackers all over because they haven't left their room in 17 hours. My kid's pissing in bottles because he doesn't wow. want to stop playing. So he'll like piss in a Gatorade bottle and close it up and I'll be sitting on his floor because he doesn't want to leave. And then he's like, oh, well, I didn't want to wake you up. Then you shouldn't be playing at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning when you don't want to leave your room to use the restroom. So did you see uh, China just put out uh, restrictions on video games for their um, people? So to me, I don't, I don't think that there should be a government type restriction on video games like i don't think the government should say you can have five cigarettes today you can have two drinks <laughs> well, today. i know that but i'm just no, saying, saying what saying, you're talking about 
it's just but, no, when I'm you talking think about, about they just put restrictions. I'm on talking their- about you can put as many restrictions as you want, but if you don't address the cause ever, it doesn't matter. There's tons of restrictions on drugs, but we still have drug addicts. Right. It, it doesn't matter how many restrictions you put on it. If someone really wants to do it, they're going to figure out a way to do it, and that might be coming up with 15 different names that they play under. So yeah, China says I can only play for two hours, but I can play for two hours as defect. And then I'll play for two hours as dripping nose. And then I'll play for two hours as Jade and whatever. They'll figure out a way around it. If it's that much of an addiction, other people go, well, fuck it. I'll just play for two hours and then I'll do some other shit because they don't want to go through the hassle of creating 87 names so they can continue to play. And I think if we don't start addressing you know, I don't say mental illness, but addiction type issues. And what's the core of those addiction issues? Like for me, I think a lot of times people, especially now with social media, you see like the, like but it's our, like everybody, like these, our they, kids they talk are about super, professional athletes who are well, doing this, but like that's not what I, going out, not enjoying them, like doing things. They right, just like with they play players. and then they come back and they're in their hotel playing Fortnite all night. Yeah. And I think you too, know, like so. with kids, like they're in this social media world and they're super judged by their actions and what they're doing. And they talk about how social media has impacted this generation of kids, like our kids' age, and how there's so many, like, suicides so much higher because, you know, people are putting their stuff up and other kids are making fun of them or they're not getting the likes and there's more girls who are cutters now more than ever and talking about that stuff, but we're never really addressing the issue. Like, what is the root cause of why someone needs somebody else to say that they're fun or they're attractive, or they're a good person, or what is the root cause of that, and start addressing that, but we don't ever do that, and I I think that's our main problem, like we just say, guns are a problem, well, guns are a problem when you let people who are mentally ill have guns, right, and you're not ever addressing this, you want to address guns, and have no guns, or all the guns, I mean, that's like, that's, it's just, you're getting into the bigger picture of like spending, Right. But that's the thing, like though, is that, spending and where but, our money's going. But that's like, the thing that you know, I like think is the problem, because into that. I always think large scale. Right. I always like my thing is like, look at the big picture and look at everything that could fuck up or go wrong. Right. And that's how you stop things from happening. So if you take this big picture of things and you say, like, OK, like in this little microcosm, if we do this, but you're not addressing this, like addiction and like addiction is a consequence of other things most of the time is tr- some sort of so trauma for those listening she just drew a map up in the air i did sorry but <laughs> it's like the the root of it is some sort of trauma right. you know it might be right. your dad calling you big leg emma your whole life as a joke uh-huh. but it's a trauma that right. m- follows you around your entire life so you yeah. never wear a pair of shorts right. because all you c- think is that everyone's just looking at my legs because they're big right right, right? so it's yeah. like this was just a joke yeah. Because you don't look at the big picture of what is this joke that I'm saying today uh-huh. going to do to this girl later? So why right. is she getting her lips puffed up or whatever? Right. It's because of this joke. Right. You know, and I think that's the main feature of it. And I think with video games, kids live in a fantasy world and they design their character and they wear whatever right. they think is cool. And other kids are Shout telling out them it's to cool. big leg Emma's, though, because they're in right now. right now right now but i'm saying though like you know i'm like on this giant rant but i think like kids live in a fantasy world like they have online friends but that's where they don't i feel like that's where we're going with technology though no and i'm fine in a scary 
I'm fine with being able to yeah. talk globally and being able to make friends on a global level and have friends all over uh -huh. the world and being able to talk and have an outlet when you don't feel comfortable walking up to someone and be like, hi, my name is whatever, because you just don't have, you have like some sort of social anxiety or whatever it is that you have. But I don't think that it's okay for a kid to like become his avatar and live his life via avatar. I, 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 feel like, out on I feel like kids are just different nowadays. Like technology is in a different place than where it was when we were a kid that our, our addiction was being outside was building shit, tree houses and riding bikes and going to your friend's house. You know, you see those memes all the time with like five bikes in the front yard. Like I miss the days of this, but it's like, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like video games are, in a weird way, training people. You know what I mean? Like Training you for what? Who knows? Jump, Whatever. Jumping out of a ship and sailing down no, with no, a no. thing No, no, no. I'm thinking back? like Call of Duty. When you think of Call of Duty and how tactical <laughs> it is and shit like that, like you're peeking. All right, man. I know Mario Kart <laughs> totally taught me how to drive. Dude, think about it. <laughs> Racing games when you're driving. When you're driving, you don't think that you, like, playing a video game, no. driving game carries over to driving no. real no. life where you're cutting Not corners, you're carrying that line? Not at all. I don't know, man. It doesn't, no? no, it doesn't translate. Dude, this fucking stuff is... Even if you had one of the racing wheels, it still doesn't translate. I don't know, man. I feel like it does It never feels a like a real... It never really real. feels like driving. No. Like, if somebody broke into my house, man... I'm going to be cutting those corners. We're cutting the lights. I put the night vision goggles on. Like, we're ready to go. <laughs> it's like the I thing is, is like, it's like I've never back. shot at a person, but, like, I've gone hunting. And, like, I know when you're aiming at a wild animal, like, your heart is pounding a 1,000 miles an hour, and the stress level is so high. So to be like, if someone broke into my house... I would blah, blah, blah. I think it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever going to play out the way you've played out in your head. Ever. No, ever. Ever. Never. What? I'm going to grab this baseball bat and then I'm going to hit him before he comes through the window. Bro, you know, it's, it's, it's never going to play out that way. If all you had no. was a baseball bat by your bed. You know, you're trained like zombies. Like, all right, if I cut the light and hide behind this corner. I can swing this baseball bat. Yeah, and then what if it's your kid? Room. Well, what if it is your kid? You're like shit, bud. Yeah, well, exactly. Shit, first. bud. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's, nice. it's not playing out. You know, you don't know who it is. It could be our kid coming in late at night that you thought was already home. Yeah. You know, you're not just gonna shoot through a wall like I'll show like, him. I just feel like social media is just it's it's a big impact on everybody's lives right now, on all aspects of like. Instagram, Twitter, everything, you know, it's like all this electronic stuff, you know, with video games and stuff. So like everybody is like everything out there is for meant for us to just sit in one place and not socialize, you kinda, know, kind of like in the, the, the movie Wally. -E. Yeah, dude, I say that all the time. I'm like, yeah. we are literally being Wally. -E. We're going to live in these fucking pods that drive us around, which is Elon Musk's car, right? Yeah. It's driving us around now. Pretty soon we're gonna Cyber have truck. Yeah, pretty Tesla. soon we're gonna have the button on the top like the fucking Mirth mobile, right? Instead yeah. of licorice coming out, we're gonna have a straw. It's gonna be liquid that's in our trunk in a container. Seriously, dude. I wish I had Sex. something compelling to add to this, but yeah, that's you pretty much said. Where the fuck is our hoverboard skateboards at though, dude? That's true. 
They got those water ones. Yeah, I know where they're flying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's crazy, dude. I don't know if I'm brave enough to do that though. Why? Just I wouldn't think either. how hard you'll hit that water. Well, I've just been listening to that free solo dude. Because have you ever seen that movie or heard about it? It's a it's a Netflix. The guy free solos uh, El Capitan, which is a mountain with no harness, nothing like that's. You fall, you're dead. And so there was a girl that recently did it, and she almost fell. And he was like with her, and she was doing it or something. I don't know. Sorry. What? I don't know. I don't know how to follow that. I don't know where you're going with that story. I don't even remember. I was hoping one of you could bring me back on track. I think the Crown Royal was talking a little bit. I was like, okay, so free solo. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, we're talking about not going places. I'll have to listen to that again tomorrow and it'll go back. I think the other thing with social media and and the internet, like I definitely hear uh, language, like my children be exposed to language that I was never exposed to at that age. Um, also as an adult, I've been exposed to things that I never thought other adults would do in their lives. Like what? Well, I, in like the last week I got four dick pics. Four? Four. I try, she don't show them to me. Well, you know, me and you should There's like, some brave dudes out there, but when you see their dick, I'm like, Dave. dude, bro, at least harden it up or something, do dude. Something Dave, bluffing. Dave. Fucking why, why aren't me and you going and Jay and Silent Bobbing these guys' asses? <laughs> like What? What's, you remember Jay and Silent Bob? Nope. They were they were like, uh, they they actually showed up at uh, kids' houses. Did or did you or did you not say oh, blah, yeah. blah 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 on the internet okay. as blah blah blah? What's yeah, the that show was now me. that they do that? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, and just beat the shit out of them. Who has we fucking should, time for that? Did you not? Did you not send my wife? I this think it's pic, funny. You know. I think it's funny, man. Like, that's just, we're fucking animals. Dudes are animals. Flat, I mean, just, we're just. It has never occurred to me, ever. Ever. Never. To send a dick Never. Pic. You have ever. to be a special person. Even even when I was a dumb kid, it never occurred to me to do that. Well. Like, who I, I who are these say. guys? I know somebody who did it. <laughs> I was about to say. I know somebody. Were you about to say the same I thing? I was about to say. I know someone who sent a dick pic. As a young man. You know who you are. You know, we've had Dave. those talks. <laughs> who? Me. It was not me. I clearly have a scan of your dick somewhere. Oh, you're talking about me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the one. <laughs> I just remembered from earlier. Oh, that's funny. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Is that true? You're my, you're my wife. So, well, at yeah, the time I was your girlfriend. Were you? What? I was just your girlfriend. You lived with your mom. You sent me a scan of your dick. You had your boobs on the internet. I did. Okay. All right. I didn't send them to a specific person. <laughs> People are going to be Googling them. you right now. Like, what's those boobs look like? Oh, we can find. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be getting a snap. <laughs> Especially the boys. I'll be getting a fucking message of it. Well, you tell them everything else about me, so. What? What? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. What are you talking about? So, so let's back up to this dick pic. What four, did you? What four did, in a week, though. Hold on, hold on. What did you think when Do you have your now husband sent you a dick pic? What, what, what went through your mind? Were you like, was this a positive thing or was wait, it hold a on, negative wait, thing? What? I'm asking oh, because asking her, I'm what asking, her feeling was. I'm like, asking. I'm okay, so, so here's a guy so, she's interested in. She's talking to on the internet, and he he sends a dick pic. So it's a little different than just some random right, sending just a dick random. pic. That is. But I sent you a dick pic? You sent me a dick pic. When? 
when we were dating, you live with your mom. I lived at my mom and dad's house. <laughs> you just getting really old, though, right? They're on the internet. Dude, I you did, did not a scan. That. You did I would a scan. Love to see the picture of that. Right? You did a scan of your dick on the scanner <laughs> <laughs> at your mom's house. I did, now and I'm you sent it to me. It. Oh my god! <laughs> and you sent it to me. Why am I over here? You should be over here, dude. Oh my god, my face. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. So what happened? The thing that always happens when you send a dick pic to a girl. What? I showed all my friends. You showed all your friends my all dick? All of them. Who? Carla, Stephanie. Um, <laughs> like. What did they say? I was like, guys, look at this. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like, this is that dude from Ohio I'm talking to. He sent me this pic. That's a bold move, though. It was. It was. I was like, okay. This is what we're doing. Props to you, bro. Because <laughs> I'm not the is one. That a, that's a Me Too movement. What? Send in your dick pic. Unsolicited dick pic. You did send an unsolicited well, we dick pic. But we were dating. I'm pretty yeah, sure we, we were made dating. out. Like I've, we, no, we at that sex. time I had seen your we penis. We had sex. We had sex before that happened. I know, but I'm still saying I did not. Okay, people. All right. Now we got to back it up. If we had sex, that's not. Steve? What do you think? If you have sex with somebody and then after you have sex with them, you send them a dick pic, is that a good thing I'm or a bad I think, thing? I think it's I think it's relative to the relationship. I'm trying to go. I'm if, going in the way of like these four dick pics she got because that's why I'm okay. dicks right well, that's now. But that's what I'm saying though. Those are like those are the, those guys you never had sex with. But correct. Uh, my my thought my thought is in most situations, dating or not dating, it's probably ill advised. <laughs> Right, I agree. I agree. It's ill-advised if if you're dating or. So, whatever. what was your initial thought when you got that? Then we had already had sex. If you showed your friends, I what, was like, "What, what is this guy doing?" You- well, because I was just like, "Oh, he just sent me the scan of his dick." Huh. It was. I, and here fuzzy. we are, twenty years later. It's fuzzy, but at the time, I was kind of like. Huh. Were well, you, you, you know, we were, had also... Were you impressed, or were you, like... Well, no, probably not. <laughs> it was more like... I heard the stories, dude. Trust me, we already talked about this. I was more like... I guess the guy before me had a hammer. <laughs> Fucking hammer, dude. Like this Sprite bottle, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not true, but... All right, fine. Can you stop? What are you doing? Oh, whoa. Having fun? Okay. Was, or this one? Or how about this one? You weirdo. <laughs> He's like, I shall edit it at 21. So, yeah, uh, horrorcore rap. Uh, <laughs> no, so. It, dick it, pics. Yeah, it was, it was weird. But, like, I think the thing, when it's people that you don't know, mm-hmm. it's like you don't interact with them. It, it's unsolicited. And I feel like if you react to it, it's, it eggs them on for more. Because now they got the attention that they were looking for. And I also, you know, like you guys are boys and you can clear, you know, clear it up if I'm wrong. But like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes dudes are just about like that. Like, I don't know, like for like they they like to shock girls or like that's why that's why like you don't really see chick flashers. There's dude flashers, you know, like they're like, you'll look at my dick. You will look at it. Well, it's like, it's an addiction for everybody, right? 
I mean, that's an addiction too, right? Well, so that's what I'm saying. There's, well, it like might not be sex. Sexual. It could just be. It could just be about the shock. Like they're addicted to like the feeling that they force someone to do something that they didn't want to do. There, there. This is reminding me of something I read on the internet. There's, uh, there's a video game. Um, uh, a girl that like reports on video games and stuff, you know. And she gets all these dick pics, same same as Jay, right? But she's, you know, she's it's on a bigger scale because she, you know, she's like she worked for IGN, you know, she's right. like she has a, a much bigger name. No offense, no, but she has a, she has a big name, you know. So these guys are sending her dick pics, and she she decided to start reaching out to their mothers <laughs> and be like, "Did you know that your sixteen year old son sent me a penis, uh, a picture of his penis, mm. you know?" And like, like. Yeah, I, thought, I just feel like I, I, thought that, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I just feel like dudes don't care. I don't know. But but at like what point? Think the thing is, here's the thing though. You know, you're talking about like the Me Too movement and all this kind of shit. At what point? Does, at what point does it just? Uh, oh, these are just some dudes sending me dick pics. To like, no, this is this is actually a problem. Like this is well, actually, it is a problem. That's why um, this is so this is actually where, sexual harassment. So we got some fan mail from people who listened to episode thirty-five of the best friend. I literally show called it unsolicited dick pics. That's right. the name of the episode. Yeah, and we talk about it, and they sent an email and said um, this lady did, and she said um, that she worked in an office an office environment and there was this dude who just walked around all the time talking about, you know, how he had a wrench on him and how all the chicks want him and blah, blah, blah. Like just would talk about it all the time. Every opportunity he had to bring up that he had a big dick, he'd bring it up. And then she said one day she gets a text from him and it's his dick with a ruler right next to it. And he's like five and a half inches. So she says, and he's hard, right? So she says, Jesus, bold move, dude. Right. So, so she's like, but this is a person she works with. Yeah. Like she has to see him in the office. Well, that's okay. So, so she, that, that's so, a whole other different world. But right. but, yeah, but, but why you're is doing, that? But you're why is doing it any it. different than some other rando sending you a dick pic? Because uh, you have to deal with that person every day. I, I understand that, but right. Well, so, what I'm saying is, well, no, but so you well, go to work right, well, and you see this guy. Well, then, so like 15 minutes later, he sends her an email, another text, and says, "I'm so sorry for doing that. I apologize. Please don't tell anybody this happened. I'll never do it again." So then she talks. You know, girls are going to send the dick pics around. I show Heather every dick pic we get. Sometimes we dress it up like a mariachi cat. Whatever we do, stuff to it, and then or she does it. She's the best at it. A dick pic from anybody I know? No, no. Would you tell me if you did? So one time I thought I did, <laughs> but it, they didn't. It was like a secret. It was like a different email. So one time I thought it was from someone that we might have known, but like I've never seen their dick, so I don't know. But so anyway, you have to tell me off air. And, and just to be clear, I, I I understand why that's that that's totally different. I just want to. I just wanted to say, like, why aren't we holding these motherfuckers accountable for sending these dick pics the same way we would hold some random? Well, I like, think honestly, with the office, well, like, it's still sexual I think, harassment. I think we're it? still yeah, dealing with that. Yeah, but that's not against the law. I think we're still but dealing with not? these things. That's what I'm saying. But, but like, but, he's not assaulting me. Well, at what point do we do we start holding those guys accountable? Yeah, I know that though. You but know? then you get into a gray area, right? Like me and Dave, we were together. We were scrumping. We didn't live together. He sends me a, a dick pic scan. And it's like, do I hold? Have it? you ever heard of the scrumping? What? Have you ever heard of the word scrumping? She uses it all the time. Have you ever heard it besides her? I don't think so. Okay. Sorry. 
I have my own language, apparently. That was my squirrel moment. Yeah, but, but it was just I just wanted to know. Curious. But that's how you get a fuzzy area, right? Like, I he, think he's I think, seen it. Yeah, but maybe maybe that ventures into. Uh, yeah, but he's the, the he's seen it as an okay consent, thing. You know? Like me and this girl are scrumping. I was pretty young though. You're what twenty one. I'm not saying anything. I'm not so okay. So that's going to come back and it's going to be you're 21 you're old enough to know you know about consent mm -hmm. you know when you're doing right and wrong well, things but that's what i'm saying your brain's you, not fully developed at but you yet. think it's okay right you're like we're in a sexual relationship i can send her a picture of this she probably misses me this is what i'll send her that's exactly, exactly. what i thought so that's what i thought at the time was that he's probably sending it to me as like uh she probably misses this so here's my wiener that's what we talked <laughs> about are right so smart that's exactly why right so that's what i thought but then you get a so then we break up and he starts dating my friend and i'm bitter oh, and then oh. i'm like he's sending me dick pics here's oh, a dick yeah. pic that he sent me Wait, it didn't then Wait, he dated but, your friend? But no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's no, but that's what I'm saying. Story, like, it's like the same. Like he oh. sends me the pic. We're in a sexual relationship. He's like, up? I'll remember this, babe, kind of thing. And I'm like, cool. And then we break up three months later. He starts dating my gotcha. friend. I'm pissed off. And then I'm like, officer, he sent me this dick pic and I would like to press charges. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, then you start to get into, you I know, this, this. this weird gray area. Like I'm about like sexual assault, sexual battery, you know, kind of those things as far as, you know, I feel like, I feel like as society, you should put that pressure on people. And I think that's what me too has helped to do to put on pressure on people like, you know, movie execs to say like, you're not going to force a girl to blow you so that she can get a job. And if she doesn't, then she never can well, that's fulfill what her dreams. Media has done. You know, that's what social media has done is brought all that stuff to light. Now there's like a platform for everybody. You know what I, mean? I know, but that's what I'm saying. But that's the pressure right. that needs to be applied by society. Cause other people would just go, cause back in the day would be that's boys being boys. You should probably flip. It was driving me nuts because my microphone's dripping down like a like a I know I see it just keep going. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to fix I, that. I, 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 like this. I permanently adjusted it. We're good. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's the thing, though. Like that's what I was saying. It's like society's putting that pressure on. A lot of times it used to be like boys will be boys, right? You know, or he hits you because he likes you. Those kinds of things. And now it's like don't hit girls. Girls don't okay. like it. You know, it's not because he likes you. Teach your kid not to hit. You know, like for the boys, I can say to my own boys, if it's not yes, and they will finish the sayings, they'll say, then it's no. Right. Because I've talked to them about consent so much. They're teenage boys, 17 and 16. I heard Dave on the phone yesterday talking to Gage about, you know, sex and condoms and because he's going on dates with girls and stuff. Just and being safe, being smart. Just being You know, safe I tell them, think with the right head. Yeah. You know, we have two. And yeah. A lot of times we tend to think with the wrong one. Think yeah. with the but right one. But it's like, one, that's so. what you're pushing into your kids. Right. Like, my kids are very aware of consent. You know, right. I'm like, if she says maybe, Gage will go, it's a no. Right. Like, that's how it is. Like, right. I don't want my kids to be scrumping so young, you know, but I want to make sure they're prepared. I don't want them to be like. Yeah, like Wah. kids tend to do things regardless yeah. you know what i mean right and that's what we were out. talking about earlier like if they want to have sex they're going to have sex it doesn't right. matter if i tell them they can't right like they're going to do it they're going to find a way to do it yeah. right this, this podcast got really deep oh, it happens well, that's, that's like how we go talking. three hours though yeah. this yeah. is how we get it's you know like we just talking. get yeah, in deep and we start bringing good. topics i just you know you i don't know that i have a lot to add to uh talking about like kids scrumping and stuff just because well you can talk about your own experiences and well, shit like that like, but i don't think it's through. about you yeah, saying no, kids scrumping really. like 
you're a man and you live in this world and you have a girlfriend who yeah. also lives in this world and yeah. she works and she deals with different people every single day. Right. And I'm sure I'm random sure dudes have said of, yeah, some right. ridiculous yeah. things yeah, no, to her. Every and, single day yeah. she's at work, guys yeah. are hitting on her oh, every single fucking right. day. And there's, you know, it's it's to the point where like you know there's probably a lot of stories she won't tell me just because she doesn't want me to oh, go off on some crazy stories from her all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well like listen but, but what am I gonna fucking do it's not like I no, can be not, with her like, every, we're not every gonna minute go every day people no, up we're just no. trying to make people aware like hey man like, right I think know, it's, like, it's about yeah. like making people aware and being able to talk through it and say these are things that make me feel uncomfortable these are things I don't agree with these are things that happen to my girlfriend these are things I've seen my own friends do yeah like for instance I went to the dead and dirty tour um, in Dayton, right? And I was there, and the show was over, and I was standing there waiting. And um, is this the one you just recently went to? Yes. Okay. And um, uh, I was texting Dustin because I wanted. I have a Magic Ninja jersey, and everybody signed it except for Boondocks and Lex. And Boondocks is at this show, so I text Dustin to ask him if um, Boondocks would sign my jersey. So I'm texting him, and this dude walks up to me. And they're waiting to do the VIP, right? So that's why I was waiting too. So then um, he walks up to me and he's like, hey, how's it going? I'm texting, right? He walks up and he goes, hey, how it's go you know, how's it going? I go, good, how are you? Why well, I'm still texting. He goes, I'm Sunny. I go, I'm Jade. And he goes, do you know who I am? I go, no, do you know who I am? Because I'm like, why is he talking to me? And then he like pushes on my phone and then is like, he's like, see? pay attention to me. Pretty much. He's like, see, he's like, we could be talking right now. He's like, but you're just playing on your phone. And he like pushes my phone down. And I like look at him and I close my phone and I go, I am under no obligation to talk to you, sir. Like you come up, you're ultra aggressive. Like you interrupted me. But I said, I was like, I'm under no obligation to have any sort of conversation with you. And then Buckshot walked up. And was like, hey, girl, how you doing? And then he's like, you can go away now to the other guy. But it was did like. He, did, he, did Buckshot catch the interaction? Yeah, oh, he that, was standing right here. That, that's that's but, why he, he did that? Yeah. Like, I was texting and he was standing here because, like, I, I know him and I've talked to him a bunch of times. So he was, like, standing here and I think he was waiting for me to be done texting so he could talk to me. But then this guy came up to talk to me and then he walked up and was like, hey, girl, how you doing? He, like, hugged me and then he was like, you can go away now to the other guy and the other guy like walked away but i was just like and, and i and i you know i think that's a that's an important thing to bring up i think that as a, as as men uh we have a responsibility to uh to say something or step in when those situations are happening yeah but it's weird man it's weird you know like it's the fight or flight thing you know what I mean? Like, not all people is going to do that. I think with that, like, he was at a position where he was there and he knew that, he, you know, he's that fight fight guy. Like, yeah. dude, this is not right. But, you know, you think about that all the time. Like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until they get punched. Like, yeah. we really don't know in that situation. I was but I think about, the thing, though, that if it's fearful for a guy to engage in an interaction between a man and a woman, how do you think the girl feels? Exactly. Girl, exactly. So it's like, it, there's not, I mean, but you can't make somebody be that way if they're not. Right, and I don't want them to be but i'm saying if you as a man are scared well to there's always somebody with when the you other think man about when you're in a me. crowd there's always somebody there that will be that way but you just gotta hope that they're aligned with the the, the thing that's going on as well you know what i mean right but i'm saying like yeah like me yes i so absolutely I was, would if so i, I was there shit. i was there by myself right 
right? So then I have a negative interaction with this guy. What happens when I leave? So like, I don't think people, so like a lot of times they're like, oh, well, girls are dramatic. They play it up and stuff, but like, you know, and then the feedback will be, you shouldn't have been there by yourself then. Right. You shouldn't go on your own. That's well, bullshit. Well, that I, was my fear when you were leaving. But, but, told you, but like, I have friends there. It's right. like I have friends there and I should be able to go and meet my friends and then be able to leave to come home on my own. That's literally right, yeah. every person when they go to the bar to meet their friends. Like you drive to the bar and you meet your friends and then you go home. Right. Yeah. Like you don't have to walk out with, with V yeah. to be like, let's walk out and leave together. Like yeah. that's not your fear, and I shouldn't be. I shouldn't go to a show to watch people that I love to see, and then be scared that this dude that I didn't give my full attention to because I was texting is going to come up and punch me in the face in a parking lot, or get right. in my face and be ultra aggressive in the parking lot yeah. when no one's around. Right. I mean, even it's amazing. Like, even just in my career working a day job, how many times I've walked my coworkers to their car. Right. So they don't have to walk yeah. to the fucking car alone. Oh yeah, I've done that. You know, quite a few times. I mean, it's it's time. it's just ridiculous that we even yeah. have to do that. Right. You know, but the, like, it's never going to change. I just never don't gonna think change. it's not going to change. It's you know, it's like change. war and shit like that. Like shit's just going to be like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like hopefully people that you know hear this or hear other people or you know whatever it is that they see you know and they they you know realize what or they're doing. Or maybe they listen Anybody. to it and they go, man, I probably shouldn't send this yeah like exactly you know Maybe. like 21 year old me yeah probably not a good idea you know but i i wasn't thinking that at the time I'm like but, oh yeah she so misses. to end the story with so, the girls yeah. so it ended up being he had sent his dick to multiple people in their office and once they started talking to each other about it they had they figured out that this has happened to like eight or nine of them so then what they did because they what worked was this with, that again i'm sorry it was in an office they worked in an office okay right so, so is this just a story yeah so Twitter this was a okay. this was fan mail that we got Oh, oh, this was your email. This okay. was the email Sorry. that we got for Best Friend Show podcast. I gotta be brought back. No, so so she shared the story with us. Right. So then once so she found out that it was like eight or nine women in their office that this has happened to and that that guy is done. So what they did was they just thought, well, like, we'll just embarrass them. But without talking about it, what they did was they brought in a ruler and they would just measure everything. <laughs> And they would put oh, it against about five and a half inches. That's what they would say. They oh would, my God. They would go, they go, wow, this bottle is a lot shorter than I thought it was. It's not even six inches. And they would do it all the time. And then they said. He that, deserved it. Well, they said the guy ended up quitting after two weeks of them doing it. And then he was talking about like it was some sort of harassment, but his boss never understood like why he quit, but he was saying he was being harassed. And then they told their boss what he had done and what they did. Wow. And That's of course dope, he deserved though. it, but. Yeah. But it's just a shame that they even have to do that. Right. Yeah. But still, but it the, was, way that they, the way that they sure. went about that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, well, because then you Poor find guy. out you're not alone. It's a lot easier to take action when you know it's not just you. Yeah. You know, because then I think when it's just you, you're kind of like, am I being dramatic? Am I being extra? Like, it's just this. He said he was sorry, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then when you find he's just like a serial dick sender, it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, Apple, like, uh, not Apple, but you know how you can airdrop shit. And a lot of people will turn their airdrop on, and then if yours is on, I'll be on the train. I'll send you my dick. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Where like like a lot of uh, I, one of the states, Oregon or somebody, just put a law out that you know if you do that, it's you know illegal, and you can get in a lot of fucking shit for it, which it should be. But, yeah. 
you know, I mean, when well, you when you're doing social media and that access like that, you know, it's well, like, it's like when you're doing man, an airdrop, you don't there. know the age of the person you're airdropping right. to if it's a random airdrop. Right. Now, like for me, I think if you're on social media and your social media shows you're 22 or you say you're 22 on social media, they send you a dick pic. Right. Like you're an adult and you can look at porn and it's, you know, but it's like if it's a 13 year old kid and they're on a train and you send your dick, like that's a, a huge problem. But And if it's, if the person's on the internet saying they're 22 and they're really 13, they can be like, well, I thought she was 22 or whatever it was. At least she's, they have that background to say they thought they were overage, but yeah. just re- randomly airdropping a pic to someone on a train. like yeah, That's why I've got my, uh, my airdrop set to contacts only. I don't have an iPhone anymore. <laughs> Do you? I don't even think I, I have my airdrop ever I got, turned I got on. an Android, but I, I miss the iPhone too. I miss just the access, the ease of everything, you know, like yeah. I, I, FaceTime. I'm like, hey, yeah. got to download this app so we can FaceTime now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit like that. It's like, you know, where before you could just fire it up. Yep. You know what I mean? Trying to show the kids something or, you know, like Jade will work through Dade's homework sometimes and they'll do it through FaceTime or whatever. Yeah. I've actually used FaceTime before, like working on the car or something, showing my cousin like, hey, man, this shit, you know, he's like right there or whatever. Yeah, I'm so far bought into the Apple ecosystem. It's it's yeah, it's I'm sure. For so do you have a MacBook or anything? Is that what you use, or do you? Yeah, have, MacBook. So you're Mac all Pro, the, Yeah, it's you're in the bubble. I'm I'm too. He's far got gone. the the Apple speaker. I think thing. if I was all in, then I, don't, I don't I don't have the HomePod. No. No, remember, um, what was the thing that you brought that you was Apple all TV? that was Apple that you brought to Astro? The first computer. year, it was oh, was the, the computer? Yeah, because yeah, it was, it was like a whole big thing, and you're like, "Do so, not drop this. Sit it like this." Blah, blah. Do you have the uh, Apple TV? I got one for my bedroom, one for the living room. So, you, so you have two of them. I'm, I'm bought in. Yeah, I dude, you're you all in. I'm, I'm bought in. I, I, I can't. I can't come. You know out what's funny like, though? This is fucked up. Like a week ago, I just learned that the Apple TV is not actually a fucking TV. <laughs> I thought it was a TV. No, it's, it's like a Roku. It's like yeah, a little box. Yeah, it's just box, a little tiny you know? box. Yeah. I thought it was a whole TV. So literally, I can make any TV an Apple TV. I, I, I had a Sony TV, that, Apple TV. That had my girlfriend totally confused. I was okay. like, yeah, just turn on the Apple TV. She's like, what are you talking about? She, she, yeah, this she's TV looking for the Apple app. TV. Yeah. yeah, she thought it was like the physical TV. That's, it was like a week ago I learned about it. That's funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Wicked 101, what, you have your next episode coming up. Who is it? I don't have one scheduled right now. Oh, you don't? I thought no. you did. Who was no, just no, no. on it? Uh, the last thing I did, I went to Unity Fest, and um, I interviewed Buckshot, and I interviewed ROC, and I interviewed... So were those out yet? It's not out yet, because okay. I've been procrastinating. I've had so much shit going on in November yeah. that I haven't had a chance to edit it yet. Um, but that's probably going to be the next episode, is all the footage from Unity Fest. That's going to be just, a good one. It, it just hasn't... Uh, it right. hasn't been edited yet so so where um, can they follow you is it at wicked 101 on all socials wicked 101.com you can you can get all my so go to wicked 101.com yeah that's w-i-c-k-e-d right yeah wicked spelled the way it's supposed to yeah wicked Wicked 101 yeah 101 yeah yep yep check it out yeah it's got all my socials on there all right follow defect yeah, yeah, and then you'll be at Astronomicon in February. You're going to do live streaming of the interviews? That's or? my understanding. Yeah, I'm going to be in the, of the panels, hung, right? Hungered down in the seminar room, uh, broadcasting the panels, live streaming. So people can come meet the podcast Yoda? I'm going to be way too busy to yeah. talk to people, but uh, if, yeah, if they catch me. In other me, words, everybody go see them now. <laughs> People are just hound you now. <laughs> you yeah. Out. yeah. Like, oh, we're at Astro, I feel like we're all very, very busy. 
yeah. the whole time. Oh, yeah, sure. I, yeah, I, I definitely, they definitely work me when I'm working for them. You right. Know? It's, it's their shit to do. It's yeah. something to do. So. Tons to do. Always. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Man, thanks for coming down, dude. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, thanks this for having me. good. Yeah. We'll have to do this again when we're yeah. uh, less tired, not full of turkey. <laughs> yeah. You, got, you and, guys uh, have been uh, looking at me like, uh, yeah, we're keeping all like, your eyes yeah. open the whole well, time. I was just that looking, tired, I'm like, sir. I'm like, shit, I got to be up at 7 o'clock for hockey. That's cool. <laughs> but, uh, man, I appreciate you coming down. Yeah, dude. thanks for having me, man. Uh, this has been a spouse podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Jade, and we're out. Hey, thanks for listening to a spouse podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy recording them. I uh, just want to take a minute here to make sure that you follow us on all our other socials. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us on a, at a spouse podcast. That's E-S-P-O-U-S-E-D podcast. That's the same on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to send us a message, go ahead and email us at the same podcast at gmail.com. Remember to rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Five and, stars. And, and when, Yeah, definitely five stars. Uh, in the email, leave us the negative stuff, but, <laughs> but make sure you rate us good. Yeah, and don't forget to follow some of our other uh, podcast homies. Uh, my other podcast, Best Friend Show Podcast, with uh, retired pro wrestler, hardcore Heather Owens, and then also uh, our Best Friend Show Podcast, Yoda uh, Defect, yeah. at Wicket 101, um, where you can view live on the Magic Ninja Entertainment channel. 